Hi everyone who's currently listening. This is my first podcast. And I've been waiting to do this for a while, but I'm finally deciding to just jump right in. So for this podcast, I'm basically going to just speak about things that I find interesting, topics I find interesting, and also poetry. So I'm going to read a poem and I'm going to go more in depth about it and talk about it and why I wrote it and the true meaning behind it. So let's begin. So this is one of the first poems I decided to write because currently I'm writing my book of poems. So here's the first one. And this one doesn't really have a title. So here we go. Time, you tricky fellow. Why do you continue to change? What happened to me, to us? I have nothing against you. At one point, you were on my side. My childhood at one point felt like eternity. Now, you won't stop. Oh, to be forever 21. Time, I know how to stop you, but I won't. We all know you take after your father. Depending on your coding and consumption, you may have made a pact with him long ago. So in this poem, I wrote this, I do believe I wrote this while I was at work. And I was waiting for time to go, to go by, and I usually get off work at seven. And I guess time for me is something, like most people, is something I'm always focused on. You know, like I have to do this by this amount of time. Or if it's 10 minutes before work is, is coming out or I'm gonna leave work, I'm constantly watching that clock. So I'm going to go by a couple of lines and really explain it. So I'm gonna talk about the line where I said, I have nothing against you. At one point you were on my side. So when I was a kid, or even when I was a teenager, it felt like it would take forever for me to just become an adult and make my own decisions. And I guess at one point, it truly did feel like I had all the time in the world. And now I'm 24 going on 25. And for some reason it feels like, wow, like I'm almost 30. <laughs> And it just feels like time is just going by so fast for me. And I'm going to go down to the line where I said, time, I know how to stop you. And what I me meant by that is basically death, right? In order to stop time is death, it would technically be the one way to stop. And then I say, but I won't we all know you take after your father and by that i mean father time and when i say next line depending on your codian consumption you may have made a pact with him long ago so what i meant when i said depending on your codian consumption i honestly mean lifestyle right based on if you eat healthy if you're working out if you're doing some sort of deep breathing or if you're spiritual religious you're connecting to yourself you're doing you're treating your body with the respect that it deserves 
then of course the time that you have on this earth is going to go by a lot more easier versus when someone is just eating processed food, watching TV all day. If you're doing that, this is not an attack on you, but time does go easier on you when you're taking care of yourself. So guys, this is my first podcast and thank you for coming to my TED talk or for this, my mirror talk. Thank you. This next segment, I'm going to talk about shadow work. Many of you have probably already heard this. This is something that many people who are on spiritual journeys often do, or even on a religious journey. So shadow work is a psychological term for the darker side of ourselves that we choose to ignore. And this is a phrase that was coined by psychologist Carl Jung in the 20th century. So many times we have this self-image that we show to the world and we choose to ignore all the bad parts of ourselves. So this can be being judgmental, envy, rage, having an addictive personality or playing the victim in every situation. And a lot of the times we just want to just concentrate on the good part of ourselves, which is a good thing, but we also need to do self-improvements. And I'm sure many many of us know that we will often see another person's shadow self before we'll even see our own. It's always easy to point out someone else's flaws instead of looking within. So I'm going to talk about my real life example. So growing up, I grew up as Christian and many times in the church, people People could be very judgmental, picking people apart. Um, If someone wasn't, didn't have a nice dress on or didn't have a new car, people would almost look down on them. Or if people didn't follow the Bible how they believed it to be correct, it was something, people would snub their nose at it. And I feel like shadow work is something that would honestly benefit people of all religious practices, but I'm just speaking from minds um, as growing up as a Christian. So for me, for example, my grandmother growing up, when she would see someone, you know, we could be walking down the street. If she would see like a gay person and they were holding hands with someone, she would always, you know, make a face and say how disgusting they are or saying, you know, they're gonna go to hell. But now that I'm older, growing up, all sin's the same. So why condemn someone else for what they're doing? Me personally, as an adult, I can honestly say, I don't really care what another person's 
orientation is. This is just um, an immediate example that I can think of. And then now growing up, this judgment that I would see that in a, that I was always taught, it's so funny because now I almost judge, I almost judge them now. And I have people in my family where they would have kids out of wedlock, but they wouldn't follow that passage in the Bible, you know, of honoring yourself, of waiting until marriage or wanting to be married. They wouldn't do that. But yet they would pick and choose what to follow instead of doing the shadow work that I'm speaking of. So for this part, I'm going to talk about how. So to begin, I would suggest getting a journal. And at the end of each day, I would say write down any negative reactions that you had towards other people and yourself. And ask yourself why you reacted the way that you did. And find ways to supplement that with a positive thought or actions. And of course, this is easier said than done. This is something that you really have to be patient with yourself on. And really dig deep within. I had to deep, dig deep within myself on the things that I personally wanted to change or certain belief systems that I was taught growing up that I had to sort of dismantle and not see someone for their flaws but just see them as a human being. It's something that we all have, these this flaws that, that we have. And of course, I would say definitely do your own research on this topic. I'm not an expert, so definitely look on YouTube or any online resources. And to start, I would say, if you have a lot of trauma in your life, you should probably see a therapist or um, a trusted family or friend just to talk to. That can just lift so much weight off your, off your chest. So I'm gonna give you some shadow prompts that you can write down for yourself towards the end of each day. So number one would be, and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this already, what bothers you that other people do? Next one is, what is an embarrassing memory that you have or think about all the time? And why does that bother you? If you had everything you always wanted, what would that look like? If you dislike someone, like a coworker or family member, check to see if you have those same characteristics. And I'm going to say a quote that I'm sure most of us have heard. What is part of us doesn't disturb us. So for example, if we have, let's see, a coworker that for some reason, a part of their personality may bother you. You may have that within yourself that you yourself do not like. And this was just a really quick rundown of shadow work, everyone. Thank you for listening. And this is going to be the end of my first podcast.